Welcome to the i20 Sports Talk, an interview-based podcast where you listen to former international student athletes and their experience playing college sports in the United States. Leticia Gonzalez here, and today I have a very special guest from my hometown, Leo Andrioli, or Leo Andrioli, I should say, from Brazil. He'll be sharing with us his experience of playing college tennis in the United States and a few challenges he had to face. First things first, I uh, just want to say thank you so much for taking your time to talking to me today. I know you're very busy, so thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, first of all, just like you said, uh, I'm busy, you're busy, and thanks, thanks for taking your time as well. Uh, thanks for uh, letting me introduce myself and tell a little bit of my experience in the U.S. Um, I'm sure a lot of people would like to know how it is to live there, how to study and play at the same time. So I'm here for any any questions they may have. Awesome. So you you were telling me you went to the U.S. in 2015, and then you started uh, university in 2016, right? So what motivated you, first of all, to go to do the high school there? Yeah, so um, I played tennis since I was 10 years old. And ever since I turned, I think, 15, um, 14, maybe, I decided that I wanted to go to college. Uh, you're Brazilian, I'm sure you know well. Uh, in Brazil, we don't have the opportunity of studying, playing at the same time. You know, it's very hard to do both at the same time at a good level. So when I first learned that the U.S. had a good opportunity of you studying and playing, uh, studying and uh, doing sport at a high level at the same time, uh, I was actually fascinated by that. And I'm sure anyone would like to do that. So as soon as I learned that I really wanted to go to the U.S. and uh, start my college uh, career, So what I did, I didn't want to go straight to college because I knew that I wanted to be prepared for that. And since it was a decision that I took when I was young, um, the only thing that I could do in order to get prepared, you know, in order to be ready for the opportunity that I was facing, uh, it was to, uh, it was by choosing uh, to do high school in the U.S. So when I moved to the U.S. Uh, 2015, I, I actually went to Florida uh, in a tennis academy where I had the opportunity of also uh, study and play at the same time. But back then it was um, high school. So I was uh, finishing my high school and, um, you know, already learning the language, you know, uh, managing how it is to study and play at the same time, you know, focus on uh, how to, you know, go to school and then uh, right after school, go to the courts, you know, and practice at the same time. So literally having a busy day and uh, you were a college player, you know how it is. And um, that's one of the reasons I did that in the first place. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it's it's a crazy routine. And that's awesome that you play high school first, because I think, you, did you have to take the TOEFL and an SAT? So I did, I actually did two years of high school there. So because of credits and all those things, uh, when they first get your credits from your Brazilian uh, courses. And so they moved me uh, one year back in high school, but uh, I managed to do that year back in only half year. So in one and a half year, I finished my high school in the U.S. And because of that, I didn't need to do any. Um, I, I actually took uh, the SAT, but I didn't need to take the, the TOEFL. Yeah. And how was this, the transition between going from high school to a uh, four-year university? When I think about that, I'm really grateful that I actually chose to go to high school before going straight to college. Uh, when you live in the U.S. and you play sports, at a high school. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people would, would know that as well. But uh, you, I'm not going to say you're 100% prepared, prepared, but definitely you, you have a feeling of uh, 
what, what you're going to expect, you know, or what, what you're going to do in your uh, college career. So I would say that it would be harder for me if I went straight to college, but the transition, it was, it was tougher because um, in high school, every, everyone is doing everything for you. You know, you have uh, people there telling, telling you what to do. You know, uh, it's mandatory for you to go to classes. And when you go to college, it's all up to you. If you want to go to classes, you go to classes. If you don't go to classes, maybe they're going to tell your coach, you know how it is. Maybe they're not going to tell your coach, but it's you, you're grown now, you know, you're another person. So you decide what you want to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely uh, a challenge we have once we get there for sure. And you chose, you major in finances and economics, right? Right. right. Was that something you always wanted to do? Yeah, I was always fascinated about numbers, you know, and helping people. So the reason I chose to do finance and economics was because I would be able to, you know, you know, combine these two things, help people and use use numbers, you know, and um, for my life. So and you were a college player, you you uh, you were a tennis player as well. And I like to tell this to all the other people that when you go to college, it's not only about tennis. Uh, the reason I really like to go to college when combining college with my degree and uh, a lot of other degrees is because when you play tennis for yourself, when you play professional, you're only by yourself. So you don't have to listen to anyone. You don't have to uh, do anyone, anything that anyone's telling you. So it's only by yourself. In college is different. You're representing a team. You know, they're paying you for, to be there. Uh, they're paying your expenses when you travel. They're paying everything. So uh, you're responding to someone. And when it comes to that, um, compared to your uh, professional life, I think that you got to be coachable, you know, and it's not only by playing your, by yourself anymore, like in real life, but also playing for your team. And in finance, it's it's all about that. You know, in finance, you have to, you know, you're helping other people by yourself. So you have your, you're technically in uh, a business by yourself, but you're representing someone else that is bigger than you, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think that's very nice about playing college tennis is that we play like individual on individual sport and then we go to college and it's all about the team. You know, like if you exactly. win, it doesn't matter. You know, the whole team needs to win. So, yeah, that's exactly. that's really, really interesting. And what was the best memory you have to play uh, playing on a college team? Um, of course, there's a lot of memories, you know, when it comes to, you know, playing college, every, every single, um, match, every single, uh, you know, travel, every single one of those things, they, they give you a memory, you know, even all those practices, you know, because everyone puts so much energy into it that it's not only about one moment. Of course, there's a moment when you win conference, there's a moment when, uh, you win important match, there's a moment when you're traveling by the whole team with the whole team, there's moments when, you know, uh, you have to manage sometimes practice with, uh, final, uh, final exams, you know? So there's a lot of moments. And if I would give you one moment, I would be lying for both of us because, uh, you know how it is. I, I don't want to give you a moment because every moment in, uh, in my college career was a good, it was a good moment. You know, ever since my first match, I thought it was going to be, um, to the most energetic, uh, as a team, you know, would be the most energetic uh day but every time he was getting better you know every time you feel like oh this is this is so nice to do you know even even if i'm feeling down someone else is there to back me up so 
Uh, I'm sorry, I would I'm not giving you one, but I, I gave you a lot of them. But uh, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, sure it's hard. This would understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely hard. You know, I also have a lot of memories, and it's definitely hard to pick one. And we met in Hawaii when you guys were playing um, University of Hawaii, and you all right. seem to be so connect to each other on and off the court. And I noticed most of the players on your team were international students. How, how was that culture on the team, living and playing with these guys? Hey, what's up? I hope you're enjoying this episode. Make sure to follow the I2N Sports Talk on Instagram and stay tuned for all the amazing stories that are coming up. Every week is a new journey. Yeah, so this is this is an important aspect that you just brought up because uh, when you when you met us in Hawaii, um, actually all the team were international. So we're all foreign, you know. Uh, some of us from the same country, and most of us from other countries. So having this culture is definitely nice because um, you you really want to learn what the others have to give you. You know, when you when you move to America. Of course, you want to uh, learn how the American people act. You know, of course, you want to learn um, how they, you know, how they work, how their mindset works, you know. But when it comes to a different culture, you know, I think it's all about uh, their mentality and how you're going to be together to help someone. Because I think, and you probably think the same way when you first moved to America, that uh, you wanted to create a family. Not a family, like, you know, in the manner of speaking, but... uh, a family where you can, you know, have your friends with you and you can rely on them because you're not going to have your parents with you. You're not going to have your siblings with you. So you got to have someone by your side that you're going to look for when you need someone, you know, to talk when you need someone to spend time. So this team helped me a lot in, in that scenario because we didn't have any American on the team back then. And because of that, everyone would be looking for each other when they needed someone to be with, you know, you know what I mean? We were with, with each other all the time. And this made us create a culture, you know, a chemistry on the court as well as off the court that uh, a lot of teams didn't have when they are bigger teams, you know, or a lot of Americans. And, and I'm not blaming Americans, you know, they they also have very good energy, but uh, they have their family in their country, you know. So if they want to go spend time in the weekend with their with their family, they're going to go ahead and do so. But with us, it's not the same. So if I have a free weekend, I'm going to spend with probably my teammate, you know. Yeah, for sure. Would you say that was the hardest part about living outside of Brazil, being away from your family? It is the hardest part, that's for sure. Uh, there's also, you know, being away from your friends, being away from the things you like to do, you know, in, the, in another scenario, you know, sometimes you like to go, you know, here, let's say to the farm and things like this, you know, and in the U.S., you don't have that opportunity. So there are a lot of hard parts. But uh, I think everything is worth it. You know, if you have a goal, if you have something that you want to do in life and you think that step, one of the steps would be uh, the thing that you're doing, it's definitely worth it uh, at the end of the way. For sure. And now um, I am in Brazil and you are in Brazil and you just graduated, right, in, uh, during the pandemic. How, how yeah. is it being back home? Well, I cannot complain, you know. Uh, you have mom's lunch every day. This is something that I would never have in the U.S. Uh, you have, you know, your house uh, that you can do whatever you want. You can scream. You know, you don't have roommates in college. You have, you know, dorm neighbors in college. You know, 
So it's it's actually good to be to be at home. It feels different. Like we just talked before, and it feels different after a certain amount of months because we would come back home every single summer. But um, it, now it's it's been longer than one summer, you know. So it feels like wow, my body is feeling like it's already time to go back. And because of the pandemic and everything that is going on, there's not a, a chance, you know. Maybe there will be in the near future, but as of now, there's not a there's not an opportunity that I can go back and keep doing uh, what I was doing. And but we gotta live with it, you know. The pandemic uh, taught us a lot of things, and uh, we just gotta learn how to live with it and uh, use the, this um, experience to grow to grow as a person. Yeah, and you mentioned about going back. Do you pretend going back? At least I know for now we cannot, but maybe in the near future. Definitely. So I have a plan of going back because like, like we mentioned um, a lot on this, uh, this talk is because I've been in the U.S. for um, almost six years now. And the reason is that uh, since I graduated, I, I did work when I was in college, but um, it was I had to work, I had to go to school and I had to play at the same time. So I didn't have one thing to focus on, you know, so it was not only about one thing. And when, when, I, when I mean that, uh, I want to have an experience where I can learn different things, you know, where I can bring something back when I eventually come back uh, to Brazil, definitely. Yeah, you, you mentioned you worked, right? At, uh, did you work at school or outside of I school? Did. I did work at school. There are a lot of rules, you know, and sometimes it changes by the state that you're in. But um, in my school, there was a rule that I could only work certain amount of hours if I were a student and also I could I could work only a certain amount of months if it was outside of the school so the best opportunity that I had and also because of my time management it was uh, it was easier to uh, to work at the school because I wouldn't have you know to commute or uh, you know relocate to any to any other place so I did work at the school. Nice and did you live at, uh, on campus or off campus how was that? It's, it's a good question because I did both actually. So I first, when I first got there, I lived on campus uh, in a dorm and it was my first experience living with someone else in the same room. It's different. It's nice. It's nice. Mm -hmm. You always have someone to talk. Uh, of course, sometimes you want your privacy, you know, sometimes you just want to put your headphones on and, you know, listen to some music or talk to someone or even, you know, just be by yourself. But anyway, uh, it was a good experience. I think everyone has to do that. And, and also there, there's a rule in, my, in my, uh, my old school where in your first year, you would have to do that. So you would have to live in a dorm in your first year if, you, if you're willing to live in the school. But uh, my second year, I moved out of the school and I lived in a, an apartment complex by myself. So it was something totally, totally opposite. You know? So now I'm not living in the school anymore. I don't have all my friends next to me. And I'm not living with anyone anymore. So it's another experience, which was hard at the beginning, but I learned a lot with it, you know, how to pay your bills. Uh, it's hard. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and after that, I went back to the school because I started working and I needed to stay there. You know, I needed to leave there because I only had like 30 minutes, one hour after, you know, either after class or after practice, you know, to take a shower, eat, and then go to work or go to class again. So I really had a short time in the middle of my day. So I had to, I had to go back in for my uh, two last years I, I lived in, uh, on campus again. Yeah, I think it's very important for people to know that we as a student athlete, we have a lot of things going on. 
practice and work sometimes and study. So I think it's very important to kind of know where you want to live to begin with, maybe move outside of the apartment to kind of get used to the culture and the routine, that's for sure. Right. So you mentioned you went to GCU, which is in Phoenix, Arizona. It's um, Christian school, right? How was Mm -hmm. that experience for you? Well, um, I'm a Christian myself, so I I always try to be, you know, next to God. You know, I always try to, you know, uh, pray. And uh, for me, it was a very good experience. You know, I'm not going to lie. There are a lot of people inside that school that they don't care as much as other people do. You know, the school is growing a lot, a lot. And the only thing you can do is that uh, decide if you really want to do that. You know, there an example is every Monday at 11 a.m. there were... Um, chapel that you could attend you know there was mandatory class just like you know christian word bill and they i'm not going to say they force you to do something that you don't want to but they open their arms and if you're willing to go you know you just dive in and do and you know be be close to god and and things like this because other schools you know smaller schools i know because of my experience you know with uh, other christian schools that they Sometimes they force you. I'm not going to say they force you because they're not forcing you. you. You're willing to study there. So it's 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 totally up to you. But they it's mandatory for you to take specific classes that is going to give you a minor degree in Christian studies, for example. So when it comes to Christian school, you don't have to be Christian if you want to attend that school. Is that they, they give you resources, you know, and it's totally up to you if you, if you want to use those resources or not. Yeah, that's very that's a very good point because I think when people see that the school is a private school and religious school, they don't really want to go. I would say that because exactly, of yeah. the religious side. But it's very good point that they don't force you to do that because you are willing to be there. What is an one advice would you give to someone that wants to go to the U.S. and study there? There are a lot of things that I would like to say, you know, because uh, when you first asked why I chose the finance and economics, when one of one of my answers was to help people, and if I could help anyone, you know, to avoid some uh, moments that I passed, you know, so I would give a lot of advices. But one thing is uh, get prepared and know what you want to do, because I know a lot of people go to college and they're like, oh, I'm going to college and I'm not going to do anything there. You know, a lot of people have their mentality. I'm going to go to parties every day. But uh, think about after college, what are you going to do? All your classes, are you taking Are you taking advantage of everything that the professors are giving you? I did not at all of my classes, you know. I graduated with a very good GPA, but uh, it's not only about your GPAs, how much you know and how much you're ready for the real world when you leave college. So one, uh, my biggest advice would be know what you want to do after college. And it's not, okay, if I decide to do something when I graduate, I need to do that. No, just write down with the pencil, I would say, you know, because you can erase and write it down again, but just make sure that you're taking all the advantage that you can in order to achieve that after college, because there are a lot of distractions. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of distractions. If you're playing tennis and you want to become a professional and you want to use college to become a professional, there are a lot of things that can take you out of your way. There are a lot of things that can take you out of your way, but it's totally up to you if you're going to be on those ways that are taking you out of your track, you know? So, and the same for classes. Maybe your roommates are going to tell you, I'm not going to go to classes. I'm, I'm tired. And you're like, oh, but this is very important for me. Uh, they're going to teach something that I, I really, I really need to learn. 
So although there are a lot of things pushing you out, if you know what you're going to do, and this is one of the reasons I'm telling that because I knew what I want to do after a couple after a couple months, after you know one or two semesters, I knew what I wanted to do. So I was using that as something to push me towards a good opportunity, a good a good experience, I would say. Yeah, that's focus. I think it, it's it would say my it would be my biggest advice as well because, like you said, there there are a lot of distractions. There are parties and. People not wanting to do something and you're kind of going with it. So that that's a great, exactly. great point. Uh, all right. Just to finish up, I wanted to play a little game with you. It's called the, the, the ping pong. Yeah, I know. The ping pong game is just like I say one word and you just say something that comes to your head. Okay. But you're going to say a word and then uh, I tell something about that word. No, whatever comes to your head. It can be one word that comes to your head. Okay, Related okay. to that yeah. word I say. Let's see if I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Food? Oh, Chipotle. Drink? Uh, soda. Color? Black. Okay. Team? GCU, tennis. <laughs> Brazil? Oh, Chuhasco. Oh, okay. And sport? Tennis. This, I cannot lie. Favorite, favorite athlete? Uh, Rafael Nadal. Nice. And finally, dream job? Uh, financial advisor. Nice. All right, now, thank you, or Leo, thank you so much for uh, talking to me. You you hit uh, some great points, and I think people will appreciate all of that. Thank you so much. Oh, no, don't worry about it. You know, um, anytime that um, whoever is watching, you know, if you need any help and you want to contact me or uh, Lee, you're going to, you know, uh, I'm sure you're going to be helped. And thank you again for having me here. It was a It was really nice, you know, I was working before and right now, you know, I'm having fun talking about old experiences. But yeah, thank you again and I really enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and join us every week as former student athletes share their own experience of playing college sports. See you next week. Ciao. Hasta luego. Adios. Bye.